Oh, cool. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, he is gigantic. I mean, I've never seen him in person. No one around here owns one, so I've always been curious about the size. This is Insecticon Bob. He's doing very well. Very well indeed. That's because Insecticon Bob listens to TFYLP weekly. And Insecticon Bob loves Transformers, as does his missus. You can get TFYLP by downloading from iTunes today. Do not listen to TFYLP if instructed to do so by Chuck Norris. Do not place a listening device into the anus as choking may occur. Please contact a physician if an erection for TFYLP lasts longer than four hours. In a cold, faraway world, a battle is raging between evil and good. From the stars that came here to earth, caught in their struggle through the whole universe, robotic warriors. Who's up to here? Welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure, TFYLP for short. Join us as Weird Wolf, Insane Galvatron, Sideburn 2, Guard Convoy, Mirai Baby, Natsume Ryu, and Plasticon Reviews discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. And now without further ado, here is Weird Wolf. Now where did I put that chorus stop? Hello everyone and welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure, episode number 77, recorded January 3rd, 2014. Happy New Year everyone. I'm Weird Wolf, along with me is uh, Cyburn2. What's up everybody? And joining us for the first time is I am Unicron, he's part of the new cast. Hello everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And also, uh... I guess this is his second appearance on the show, or first appearance, however you want to say it. But from Radio Free Cybertron and the TF Radio Network, we have Headmaster Don. Welcome to the show. Thank you much. Glad to be here. We've still got some people that's out for the holidays and uh, and, and uh, unavailable this evening. So uh, we've asked Don to join us to uh, kind of fill out the crew here. And uh, um, uh, we really appreciate you uh, for joining us tonight. Um, and I apologize for my hoarse soundingness. I'm still coughing really badly. I'm I'm honestly thinking I'm getting pneumonia uh, from whatever I had, and my wife is none the worse for wear either. Um, but well, I was uh, gonna make a joke about you. It sounded like you saying hoarse sounding, but uh, <laughs> then you got into all the pneumonia, and I was like, okay. yeah. Well, you know, there's you're the horse. There's my kit. Yeah. You know, there's lots of things we could have. Yeah, it is. It is the year of the horse. Uh, I, I really want that year of the horse prime too. That thing looks really Why nice. Why does That's everybody nice looking, want man. that? Because oh, it looks cool, awesome. It's it got looks gold. terrible. It's got bling. I want. It the, looks terrible. I want the, uh, the 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 translucent trailer and everything. I want to take the gold off of it and put it on mine and make them look all pimped out, man. What's up? <laughs> well, uh, well, Dicat was saying he was going to have like like a a pimp daddy Destro right around in him. <laughs> pimp daddy Destro. <laughs> Didn't somebody do a custom GI Joe Destro as a pimp once? Yeah, I, yeah. I, it, but with the feather boa and the leopard leopard skin collar and the cane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just epic. I mean, every time I saw him on the cartoon, I'm like, dude, he looks like a pimp. Even as a kid, I'm like, he looks like a pimp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whenever I first realized what a pimp was I'm, and, and saw pictures of him, and then I saw Destro, I'm like, yep, he's a pimp. But, yep. 
But uh, we are, uh, this is our first broadcast of the calendar year 2014. Hope everyone had a a really fantastic holiday. Uh, I know we did here at this house, aside from being sick. Um, But kind of a little talk about holidays. Uh, So uh, we'll we'll go with the new guy. I'm Unicron. How was your holidays? Well, that's pretty good, man. Worked a lot. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Didn't do too much at home, but, you know. Yeah, the kids and everything. Everybody have have a good Christmas. Uh, how do I say this? We don't we don't celebrate Christmas at my house, oh. so it's just another day for us. Just another no, day. No, yeah, no big anything. So hmm. we we celebrate it, but it's secular. We don't celebrate it as a religious holiday because it's actually in root it's a pagan holiday. So yes, mm-hmm. but uh, but we celebrate it as a secular holiday and just as as a day to to give presents to everybody but we give things to each other all year long um mm-hmm. so but and you gotta admit christmas tree's pretty so. i'll tell you what man it's i grew up that catholic you know and and uh every year we had christmas and the whole nine yards and my family now since i've been married they're not they're different and it's a little weird but you know it's been that way for good 10, 12 years. I'm accustomed to it now. Yeah. It's just another day, you know, so. Yeah. Well, our, our, our Christmas tree, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying this to, you know, alienate people who, who you know, celebrate Christmas for religious reasons. That's 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 your choice, and, and I, you know, fully ag- agree with uh, with uh, with that. But, um, but you know, uh, my, my wife, she is, uh, by, by lineage, she's, she's Jewish. And I was raised Christian, you know, and, you know, what are we going to do? So, you know, so our Christmas tree, our Christmas tree, I don't know if anybody saw pictures that I posted, but it was a geek Christmas tree. We had like, instead of an angel on top, we had uh, Yoda with a lot of lightsaber. We had, uh, um, you know, uh, all those little Hallmark ornaments, ornaments with like the Back to the Future DeLorean. We had a Kit Knight Rider. We had... Uh, um, Milton from uh, Office Space. Can you see my steepler? <laughs> you press a little button on it. He's... <laughs> we had awesome. we had that. We had uh, we had like a Tie Fighter, Darth Vader. <laughs> our Christmas tree. We even had a T Rex on our Christmas tree. Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we you know we everybody celebrates it differently. I'm sure, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know we we enjoy the the spirit uh, that is there and. Uh, uh, you know, of course, my parents and and a couple of my sisters. You know, they 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 uh, see it as a religious holiday, but I, you know, I personally yeah. don't. You know, that's that's my personal feelings on it. But um, what about you, Sideburn? How, how was your uh, holidays? It was all right. It was pretty quiet. Um, <coughs> we I don't know. We uh, we're pretty broke this year, uh, so we just ate food. Not uh, many gifts. The best part <laughs> of Christmas, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Food. You know, uh, Thanksgiving, take two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if I stood up, you, you could see I don't miss a meal. <laughs> yeah. well, the, the best thing is, whatever y'all decide not to have for Thanksgiving, that's automatically the Christmas. So yeah. in, one, in one month, you get all that you want, at, in, but with both dinners. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. We we kind of actually we did it a little different uh, this year. We we opened our gifts on Christmas Eve uh, because um, my one of my stepdaughters she uh, because of the 
uh, uh, custody and everything, she had to actually spend Christmas Day at her dad's house, her, her biological dad's house. So we wasn't going to have her. So we opened our, you know, we had our little little family Christmas on Christmas Eve. And then the, uh, on Christmas morning, instead of having a big Christmas dinner, uh, my wife fixed a big Christmas breakfast with biscuits and gravy and bacon and and all that stuff. And it was just sausage gravy, right? Oh yes, yes. <coughs> and then uh, the following yeah, that's Saturday, <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the following Saturday, uh, my my big family, um, you know. Uh, all my sisters and my brother and my mom and dad uh, and all my uh, my family here, we all got together uh, at my mom and dad's house a couple hours away, and, and we had our big Christmas. Uh, you know, we had like a little uh, uh, secret Santa thing, and then uh, uh, we had our big dinner, and, and that was fantabulous. Uh, got got really fat, fat there again, too. Lots of Christmas cookies and... <laughs> And and cake and yes, sweets that I'm not supposed to have. That was our <laughs> eating right again. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Don? How was your uh, How was your holidays? Well, uh, I'll not anything that basically I lost my mom uh, Christmas oh. 2012, uh, 12, 12, 12, as a matter of fact. And uh, so last year was kind of rough. And Christmas. Well, I work for a large retailer that you probably haven't heard of called Walmart. Uh-huh. Very small retailer. Hmm. Not many places. Sounds familiar. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> very busy, especially I work in the back room, uh, so you uh, inventory control. So obviously a lot going on in the back rooms this that time of year. And I was able to have a Christmas Day with my aunt. Uh, we had lots of leftovers and everything because the night before the kids were doing the, the grandparent rodeo. And so they had to leave early to go to all the other grandparents' houses to get presents and parties and pictures and all that kind of stuff. So this Christmas was kind of eh, just for that year ending. I'm hoping you know in the in this year and year I hope, hopefully my Christmas spirit will come back. But for basically, I was just tired. Yeah, that's, that I was, is. I was just. Yeah, that that's one thing. I mean, while even though I've been out of work and everything, I've been on the go, you know, pretty much every day the last month and a half or so, you know, going somewhere either to a doctor's appointment or or Christmas shopping or or to, to some kind of get together somewhere. You know, I think we had like two Christmas parties that we had to go to and and it was just it was just it really oh, catches yeah. up to you, and I think that's part of the reason why both my wife and I are staying sick is that we've really had no time to rest. And I, I, I've actually felt bad today because we've needed to do some housework around here, and, and I've, I've done jack crap. I've sat around and played video games all day just trying <laughs> nice. to rest. I mean, I, I've played four games of uh, MLB 2K, or I mean not 2K, but uh, MLB The Show 13. Uh and you, if you know how long one game takes on there, I've played like four <laughs> today. <laughs> so, yeah. The last video game I bought was was Ghostbusters for the PS2, and that that was it. Whoa. Well, oh, I did buy wow. I did buy me an I did buy me an Atari flashback earlier this year, so I can play Yards Revenge if nothing else. Well, my my yeah. wife got me uh, Call of Duty Ghosts for uh, for Christmas um, for PS3. And I, I would love to play 
that online with some uh, some of my friends that I used to play with, and uh, or just anybody that uh, that is a trans fan. Um, but nobody else has it, and I'm. I've been trying to play it by myself. You know, I, I play exclusively multiplayer. I don't play the campaign at all. I just don't care about the campaigns. Uh, and none of my friends have it on on the PlayStation 3. I got two friends that got PlayStation 4s for Christmas, and they got it for that. And then mm-hmm. one friend got an Xbox One. One friend got both. And I'm sitting here, you know, I'm broke. I don't have either. <laughs> and... You know, and and plus my connection sucks. So you know, I'm, I'll, I'll I'll be right in the middle of the match, and then everything just drops. You know, well, this is everyone when starts walking into walls, just moonwalking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is when Coleco needs to come back into existence and build something that plays both PS3 and Xbox 360 games, like they did for the Atari and the Intellivision back in the... Uh, uh, they would instantly get sued. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Plus very they, different operating if they, systems. <laughs> if, they, if they try once, they can try again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I actually had, actually had a friend that had one of those. He played both Intellivision and Atari games. Mm, nice. Well, uh, let's get into the uh, Ouch My Wallet segment here. Uh, Ouch My Wallet, as always, is brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. CapturedPrey.com. Swage, I got it right this time. And, <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start off with, uh, uh, with Don, since you're our guest today. How about you? Uh, uh, anything you got in the last week or so that's made your wallet say ouch? Mm, well, I did... I do, I do, I do have uh, throt, uh, the not Throttlebot Toy World Trace. Ooh. I had that come in, and I've got that sitting ready to be shipped. Uh, Smoke Screen came in, uh, so there's that. But my big thing I've got coming up is Fans Project M3 Diesel. Ooh. That's going to be the the one that hits me the most. But I really like the Not Minosaur, and uh, you know, hopefully some overtime will cover that but that's yeah. that's the big thing i've got pending that's that's the one thing that's uh that's uh on my pre-order list at capture prey and i'm kind of hoping that that i find a job before it hits because if it hits before then i i can't afford it i, I have no money <laughs> and you know i i have bills i have to pay and food uh, mouths i have to feed and uh, I'm, I'm i'm sweating here <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sure it'll work out fine. You know, the only thing I'm worried about later on is we, there's so many stuff, there's so much stuff coming out. You've got uh, the fan, you've got the uh, TFC Prometheus. That's we're getting early pictures of that. You've got Mocha Toys Quantron, which is their Computron coming out. Uh, the Mania King, which is the uh, not Galvatron. Uh, the not Galvatron. I'm still on. The, I want to see. I want to see reviews of him first. Uh, but there's a lot pending that we're seeing early shots for. I really so like the Sharkies, the little Sharkticons. Those things look pretty awesome. That that came up that came up on RFC last week. I I think I'd rather just troop build the original G1 Null and just you know have it just have a whole bunch of them around Metroplex or something. Yeah, but I I, t- I tell you what, out of the, this coming year, the uh, the one thing I'm most excited to uh, uh, to try to get is. Uh, is the uh, uh, Mastermind Creations uh, uh, Feral Rex? 
complete that. Wow. Now that I've got uh, now that I've got Bovis, the the quality on that toy is really astounding. I mean, uh, yeah, it has this, uh, the elbow smoosh thing, um, but they've already announced that they're including free with uh, I think Talon. Um, they're uh, they're including two sets of elbow replacement elbows. So that's like a non-issue, and it, to me personally, it was a non-issue before because it was only cosmetic. Uh, if you actually turned the figure like this and looked up in there, you'd kind of see the gears kind of smushed. But other, other than that, it, it didn't hinder the posability, the integrity at all of the figure. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of fans were complaining about it, and Masterminds Creations has actually said, you know what, we're, we're going to make good on this, and uh, I... I think that's pretty awesome. Well, it is. Uh, I bought the Hearts of Steel Cyclops. was probably my biggest purchase of the year before. Again, because I just love... I'm a big I'm a big Civil War naval buff. And an ironclad, dual paddle wheel uh, gunboat. Being Shockwave was, was a must-buy. And if if their combiner had, any, had been anybody but Predaking, I probably would have jumped all over it. But Predaking is just not one of my favorites. But he looks awesome. He looks incredible. Let's see. Um, I want to remind everyone that we are broadcasting live uh, on YouTube right now and also on Google Plus on the TFYLP page. Uh, if you have any comments or questions uh, about what we're talking about on the show, feel free to post them in the comments section on uh, YouTube or tweet them to us at TFYLP. I'm monitoring the, the Twitter feed right now. Um, so if you have any questions um, and would like us to talk about them on the show, uh, feel free to, uh, to shoot us a message. Um, now, um, where were we? <laughs> I'm kind of... The, the ouch of my wallet. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, did you... So you got... Uh, the uh, Cyclops. Um, what, what what did you think about that figure? I mean, was it? Well, I was disappointed it didn't float. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I like. I'm. I am terrified to transform it, but I'm glad I have it because it looks so good. But um, you know, I wish it wasn't quite so scary to transform in places. But oh, so it's is it kind of flimsy in some places or no 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 the quality is top notch but it's just in order to get the hole to compress enough it's a set of dual, a pan, flat panels and dual hinges so oh. you have to hinge up hinge down hinge up hinge down and then as you're accordioning them together you've got maybe a sheet of two pieces of paper clearance oh. in between each panel so it's it's kind of nerve wracking to have to hinge and fold, hinge and fold to get everything in line, and then according that when you went back to ship mode. But I can't. I don't. I'm not an engineer, so I don't know how they could have done it any better than what they did. Yeah, well, it's it's like the uh, the not stunicons, um, you know, like car, uh, car crash and everything. Um, uh, have you have you got any of those yet? I've got, I've got the four small ones. Okay, and I'm just waiting for people. That's that's the ones I've have. I love them, but my biggest gripe about them is the uh, on the legs. Uh, and I've mentioned this earlier uh, on the podcast before, uh, is that that little tab that whenever you turn them back into car mode, you've got to like kind of like pull it apart just a little bit to turn yeah. turn the leg. 
and every time I do that, I feel like I'm going to break it. But I, I know it's made to do that. But yeah, it's, you're stressing plastic you don't want to stress. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like uh, I picked up uh, the control specialist from my gear, mm-hmm. and back here where <clears throat> the wheels fold in, right there, you have to flex the plastic back on the hinge. Mm-hmm. And that was do that. That was that's the exact same thing. It's made to do that, but it's like please don't, please don't, please don't. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know it's I know it's made to do that on on the not stunicons but i still every time i do it i'm like really nervous but you know car modes look great robot modes look great uh but honestly whenever uh m3 diesel comes in i'm going to combine those suckers together and they're going to be standing right next to her next to hercules uh you know as menasaur so you know that's 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 all that needs to happen you know everybody's talking about how you know how nervous they are about the uh, the feet on on M three, um, but honestly, as long as he's standing there, he's going to be copacetic for me. So, but uh, how about you, uh, Sideburn? What about your uh, ouch my wallet? Well, it's light on actual transformers, but I did get a few things. Well, you know what? I'll say that much later. So, for, as a Christmas present, uh, I talked about this quite a while ago, but um, I finally got to, you know, actually get them. It's the first edition Ooh, Prime yes. Bumblebee. Oh. Um, definitely a lot better than the Prime R.I.D. figure. Well, in ways. His, his chest is kind of floppy and comes apart real easily, and that sort of annoys me, but he stands on my shelf, so... You know, he doesn't have to be fun to play with. He's going to just look nice on the shelf. Um, and he does look nice, um, if not just a little big <laughs> compared to the rest of them. Um, but I'm glad I got that. Uh, and I stole the I stole the blasters off my PRID Bumblebee, since he only com- comes with one. Um... And they fit on his arms just well. Uh, I guess the only the last thing on topic that I got was just a, I don't know a little guy that I have been searching for all over the place. Waspinator. Waspinator. Oh, cool. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I nice. love this figure. This thing is amazing. It's perfect. Uh, like like Waspinator jumped out of the screen. And, uh... Well, he always said he had plans. <laughs> Another Waspinator! <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, I found... I... Um... I went on... I went to lunch... Uh... Cause anyone who's been listening... I started my internship about a month ago... Or a little over a month ago now. Um... And I went to a... A... Employee lunch... And... I, uh... Noticed the Toys R Us on the way there, so after work, I went to the Toys R Us. Now that that is the hallmark of a good Transformers collector is that <laughs> anywhere, uh, anytime you go somewhere, if you're at work or something other, you're always looking around for the closest Toys R Us or there was a Toys R Us and a Target or Toy Store. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I went to Toys R Us because, like, my Toys R Us that was nearest me closed down about five years ago. 
Um, so I've been without a Toys R Us for a long time. <coughs> and my Walmart has just been wiped. They just keep putting out more Construct Bots trying to sell them for Christmas, and they didn't. It, it's pretty much just loaded with Construct Bots now. <laughs> That's why they so, are uh, out here. Not my fault. Not my fault. So I can't find anything at a Walmart right now, so... I was like, well, I'm over here. It takes me 40 minutes to drive to work every morning. So I was like, I'm over here. I'm going to go because it's only 10 minutes away. Um, and so I did, and I found two Waspinators, a Skids, a Goldbug. Um, and I can only afford Waspinator at a time, so I bought them. And then I went back two days later, and I only found Dreadwing. Which means they put more out, but they sold again. And yeah. I didn't pick Dreadwing up. Those guys will sell really quickly, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You didn't get Dreadwing. Oh, you're, you're missing a definite lack of G2 in your collection then. I wanted to, you know, the problem is is, um, I wanted him to be BB. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Because that's all I see when I look at him. I see, like, you should be black. Uh, yeah, not purple. Gray and purple. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it's possible we're going to see that from somebody as a... I, would, I could see definitely Takara doing it. Um, I'm thinking BotCon. Uh, yeah. That's a possibility, too. Um, and then on, an un, on a non-Transformers note, at, because there was also, you know, I went back to that second time to Toys R Us, so I did a little browsing and uh, I picked up a Team Fortress 2 soldier figure by NECA. It's pretty, pretty great figure except for he has a bad, a small profile with his feet, so he falls. Some. <laughs> like some Transformers. Yeah, it's nothing new to a collector. And then you know, Steam sale. I bought some video games. Uh, you know, since there's not been any Transformers and Rhinox still eludes me. I bought some video games, and uh, and then the biggest thing is, is I I got a loan and bought a truck, which is uh, a nice truck, by the way. I saw. Yeah, uh, a two thousand seven Nissan Titan. Um, Titan trucks. Cool. Because I had been <clears> borrowing <throat> my parents' van, and they only had one vehicle, and uh, my mom works from home, but. That also means that she was stuck at home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, new vehicle. I that hasn't hurt my wallet yet because I don't start paying on it until uh, February. But uh, it's down the pipes. Yeah. Well, well, I know. The, I know the feeling. I bought my first truck, and it's so nice to have a place to actually throw things is in the back of the cab if you just need to, without being <laughs> cramped up front. Yeah. You know, I, I'm one of those odd, uh, whenever I was a bachelor, I was one of those odd bachelors. I, uh, I always kept my, my place cleaned and, and picked up after myself for the most part. And then I got with uh, with Jenna, and she has kids. And, you know, if you if you have kids, you automatically know that there uh, there is no such thing as neat and tidy. <laughs> And our back seat is like a constant garbage dump. <laughs> and I'm, every time I get in a car, I look back and I'm like, "Why is there so many bottles and trash? And there's <laughs> toilet paper in our back seat." 
But yeah, yeah, that is such is. Uh, he's talking about going to Walmart and not finding Rhinox. Um, you know, whenever I went to uh, to town the other day, I got a, a twenty five dollar Toys R Us gift card from um, one of my uh, nieces uh, for Christmas in that uh, in that uh, uh, Secret Santa that we had, and she had drawn my name and really didn't know what to get me and I, I think she got me the best thing that she possibly could get me is is a gift card to Toys R Us. So I, I ran up to Toys R Us to see if they had anything that uh, I was interested in and and uh, they they really didn't because even though Christmas is over now, they still had plenty of Transformers on the shelf but none of them were they were all the uh, the figures that nobody's wants you know uh, they still had some prints yeah or the uh so they, they put them out in mass so that uh <laughs> they could try to sell them for christmas well it but was no like, one bought them it was like the beast hunters star <clears throat> scream the beast hunters smoke screen uh yeah. <coughs> rip claw <clears throat> they had those and they still had the uh, uh platinum edition ultra magnus which i think looks looks like garbage i mean yeah, it's, it's very terrible. it's plain I mean, it's, there's, okay. like, no paint apps on it at all. The um, Voyager is m- much better looking. Oh, they had that one. And I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to be out of work for an end uh, You know, until I can find a job, I'm, I need to conserve money. And I really want Rhinox whenever it comes out. And I'm like, he's going to be about 25 bucks. So hopefully yeah. I can run by there sometime soon, and if they have Rhinox in stock, I can go swipe. Um but I went to uh, a Walmart um, nearest me in Louisville, and um, they did have uh, they they actually had restocked on the Generations Deluxes, and I was able to pick up Skids and uh, uh, the this this buggy looking dude, and <laughs> yeah, and uh, also I got uh, uh, well Goldbug as everybody else would call him, but uh, Goldfire. But out of all these guys, I think I, I, I agree with you. Waspinator is by far the best figure out of those. I, I think he is probably one of the best deluxes I've had in quite a while, in my opinion. He's, he's definitely top on. I mean, this <coughs> might be this might be unfair to say. You know, my bias biases towards this sort of thing, but he's like the best figure I've got <coughs> last year. Yeah, I mean he's. I have he to admit, is well I, designed. I'm not as big a, a Beast Wars fan as 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 I am anything else, but I do have some feeling for some Beast Wars characters, and Waspinator is one of them. And he captures it in both robot and bug mode. Um, the the Wasp mode is like really genius, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And he's not as hollow as as you'd expect. No, I mean, they did a good job filling them in. The only thing I, the only thing I really don't care for is the flapping gimmick. I would rather just posable wings, hmm. to yeah. a, a little more posable. It's not as um, intrusive as as, as you uh, think it would be, though. But no, it's not. It's not too bad. It's just I would like to have. I would like to be able to display him in robot mode with his wings, you know, up. Well, you can. I mean, I'm not always going to have him like that, but it's just like. You know, to give him sort of the flying pose. Can't like you do he's... it like that? Isn't well, that, I mean, isn't that the way? <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> you can turn them backwards, but you can't lock it in place. Well, I mean, they stay up. Oh, you want them straight up, like that, uh, like like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, you can't have, uh, you can't always have what you want. But if you try, no, sometimes you get what you need. <laughs> but he's a, uh, but you know, that's not really a complaint as much as it is just like a minor, you know, annoyance at most. Because he is just awesome. I, I I really like the uh, the entire backside of his head is translucent, so it makes his eyes glow really well. Yeah. Um, but taking a picture of him on infinite white, those translucent wings, is a pain in the ass. I mean, you can, they they completely disappear uh, on on the infinite white backgrounds. And what I can tell you, I can tell you what Watchmen is probably so hard to find is I got lucky and I picked up Rhinox when Hasbro Toy Shop got them in stock. That for that that brief window that they were in stock. I'm wondering. I mentioned this on RSC. How many people are buying a second wash vendor to just put to disassemble and put in piles? <laughs> With I hadn't considered that. I haven't even thought about that. I almost. I was about to say I almost bought a second one that was in package just to keep it in package, but I. Uh, I I was standing there with it in my hands, and I'm like, "There's another collector looking for Waspinator, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not gonna buy the last one on shelves just to have one to keep in box when I already have one open." So yeah. I left it. Too bad there's not a Beast Wars yeah. Megatron that has like a, like a like an open hand or like a cupped hand like uh, for for a rifle. You could get one and take the head off and kind of pose him in a Hamlet. Thing, you know, kind of <laughs> holding the waspinator's face, uh, head, looking at it, you know. Well, yeah. uh, don't, don't, well, don't forget there is that prototype floating around of the Warfare Cybertron Grimlock with the Megatron head. I don't think that's. I mean, uh, I mean, I can see it, but I, I don't. I, I really didn't want the Grimlock, but I, I got it just to be. You know, to to have another Grimlock. I fought that thing three times and taking it back. I just, I, I was like, <laughs> it's a Grimlock. I should want it. That's but not a very I good figure. Hate it. <laughs> well, so I, I mean, uh, it does some things kind of cool, but other other ways, it's it's like really thin. You know, and and yeah, as long as you look at him directly from the front, he looks fine. Yeah. yeah well, don't, don't turn to myself, the side. Slightly, yeah. he looks horrible. <laughs> I said, I told myself, I said, I have a perfectly good masterpiece Grimlock up there that I got from uh, Hydra, and I do not need another Grimlock, so I am good. Well, and what's worse is if you turn him into Dino mode and you look at him from above, he looks like a big turd. I mean, literally, <laughs> he he does. He looks like a big turd. He's tapered on one end. You know, it's like. Yeah. Well, but, I've, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I, I, I've seen him a couple of times recently, and I just, I can't bring myself to buy the Hasbro version just because he doesn't, he's not painted right. I would buy him if he was painted right, even though he's got a terrible, you know, terrible dino mode, but I want him to look good on the shelf with my other War for Cybertron figures, and he's not going to, he looks terrible. Just so flat. Yeah, it just, I mean, whenever I first got, I actually, I just, I spent no money on this guy. I, I, tra I traded for him. And um, I actually over, 
uh, over traded because the guy paid me back for for shipping. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I spent no money on this guy, so I don't have any buyer's remorse per se. But you know, whenever I first transformed him or first got him out of the box, I mean, I'm like, I was looking at him straight on. I'm like, he's not so bad. Why does everybody hate him? And then I kind of turned him around. I'm like, uh. And then I turned him into dino mode, and then I'm like, uh. You know, it's just a disappointment, you know? Yeah. You know, it's 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 like seeing a really hot chick and then getting her naked, and then you're not, uh. You're a little small. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't go there. <laughs> But I I did pick up one other figure, uh, like I said, the uh, the gold bug. But here is my biggest gripe with the toy, and I just dropped one of the guns here. I'm gonna kick it back over here. But my my, one of my biggest gripes about this toy, and I'm gonna try to get it to where. Well, unfortunately, I'm just seeing my logo and not my actual picture here. But if you move, it looks good. If you move his leg, it just comes off. Oh, wow! And I think you got a defect. It's, it's not. It's not actually broken or anything, uh, because it's just a pinch joint, you know. Um, but and it just clips right back on. If I, can it might be like a little warped or something. I'm I'm thinking there's some flash up in there, but uh, actually, it yeah. just it honestly doesn't feel like it. It's tight enough. Yeah. Uh, it feels I like problem with my hoist. Yeah, but I mean, you just bend the leg, and his leg is supposed to bend like that during transformation, but it just comes right off. And huh. it, I'm I'm thinking about just just taking it back and returning it, and seeing if I can get another one, because this thing is rather. I mean, it's the nubs don't don't look like they're they're tall enough. Either that, or it's just not. They really should have just put a pen through that. I don't understand why there's not a pen in that. Because pens cost more money than yeah. <laughs> friction joints. They saved at point three of a cent just now. Yeah, but well, when you make a million figures, yeah, it adds up. That's, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like why Generations Jazz had no paint on the back on the back at all. Yeah. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't paint tail lights on anything anymore. Well, I guess first edition Bumblebee has tail lights. Yeah, well, the first editions, nice. yeah, the first editions, they did a really, I think they did a really good job on them because they, uh, I think they were made for more of a, a collector type market. Well, um, they were made for the market before, <laughs> they were made for the animated market, and not the primary <coughs> market or the Dark of the Moon market, where uh, everything got downsized and was made more expensive but cheaper. Yeah. But um, yeah, that that's my ouch, my wallet. What about you, I'm Unicron? How's what, what um, made your wallet say ouch? I tell you what, I took advantage of a lot of the sales that were going on at this time of the year, so I picked up quite a few. I'm just not going to go over everything. Um, one of the, the main things I got is my uh, smoke screen showed up. Oh, nice! So I got him and his little pretty coin here. That's Kind of nice. I, have, I haven't had a chance to transform yet. I've been busy working a lot. But have, have you got um, the other two uh, Prowl and Sp- Yes. Uh, that is a really ingenious uh, conversion, in my opinion. They are. Um, they're pretty nice. I, I think these feel more like an alternator. 
transformation for me, probably more than uh, Sideswipe and Red Alert and Tiger Track does. I really enjoyed Sideswipe transformation more than these guys. I just, I just don't <coughs> like the feats. From the knee down, they're kind of weak for me. Hmm. Uh, I, like actually, from the I knee up, was, they're awesome. I thought from the knee down, they were that was a strong point because I was wondering how they was going to get the, that look but still mm -hmm. maintain a decent-looking car mode. And looks, they really pulled it off well, I think. They, they look good. I think maybe the problem I have with mine is, um, but I don't think all three of them is, they're kind of weak and a little flimsy. i got to kind of pose it just right or they want to kind of keep falling over a little bit. I can't quite get them to stand up straight without having issues with the feet. And hmm. that could just be mine or something. You know, if they would have made a little tab or just a little something in there. I thought to, there to was a tab a on, the back, on the back side of those. Well, it kind of rests on it, but it doesn't lock in. Hmm. Um, not that I've noticed on them. I could be transforming them wrong. I don't speak Japanese, so... <laughs> <laughs> that, that is somewhat of a problem. It's like it's like whenever it's like whenever Sideswipe came out and everything. Uh, you know, the first photos I took of it. You know, that little side panel on the side of his leg. Uh -huh. I didn't know about it because I couldn't read Japanese <laughs> and I didn't see it in the photo. And and everybody's like, "You forgot to pull out the leg thing." And I'm like, "What? What? Oh, that's cool." You know, I was, you know, I felt like I was I had to apologize because I can't speak Japanese or I can't read Japanese. Yeah, you know, so yeah, that was like a like looking at the Korean instructions for my big convoy when I first got it. It was just sort of like, huh? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to wing this because well, the, the pictures weren't drawn very well. <laughs> well, the good thing is about about the Sonicong stuff. For the Korean stuff is at least the pictures nowadays are big enough that you can see what you're looking at because mm. you have these huge, massive instructional books. <coughs> well, my, uh, the the extent uh, aside from Big Convoy, the extent of my uh, uh, Sonicong stuff was uh, was Brave, but unfortunately I, I had to unload the biggest part of my Brave collection and and yeah, I have oh, sad, man. but you know. I, yeah, it paid for my wedding, so I'm I'm not complaining well, too much. <laughs> no, no, it's it's that's a good thing. Yeah, I still have yeah. I still have land bison, and um, I still have uh, uh, sky saber, and I still have uh, death Gary gun. So uh, you've got some good ones. Yeah, I, I I kept some good ones. So um, plus, plus there's that new third party Captain Shark coming out. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, Sancho Barbosa, I believe. Or, yeah. Uh, I think it is. I can't remember the name. <laughs> I, I just call him not, uh, not Captain I'm probably I'm probably mispronouncing it. Um, <laughs> I know I know they, they called him something there. I, I put a thing on the message board. If, if the message board will actually come up. Oh, while you're looking that up, one more. Yeah, Sancho Barbosa. Yeah. Okay, right, cool. there you go. But I was going to say, one more little annoyance with Bumblebee, or not Bumblebee, but Waspinator, and I don't know if it's because I'm transforming him right or something, but when you peg his legs in, it pulls his head forward, and you can kind of see, you can't see it because of the shadows, but you can see Waspinator's head peeking up out of the, his neck hole. Uh, mine don't do that. And I don't, I haven't figured out what I'm doing to make him because in bug mode, when it, once I peg his feet in, it pulls his head forward, his bug head forward, and then you can see Waspinator's head underneath. 
<coughs> crack. Uh, Pretty big crack too, if you see. Yeah, I see that. My, my, I don't think mine does that. But um, going back to smoke screen, that's uh, that's actually the one I was most excited for, uh, aside from Blue Streak. I mean, man, but, he looks beautiful looking car. He's, car he's mode, gorgeous. Yes, I, I really like his his car mode more than the other two. Um, you know, I don't like his I don't like his robot mode as been my problem. Mentally, I don't want to offend anyone, but he's kind of looks a little mentally challenged in the face, and uh, it's it's kind of rough looking. <laughs> it doesn't look yeah. right. I was well, I, I was actually going to originally just get bug screen because the gambler is one of my favorite G uh, G one episodes in season two. But then I saw how great Prowl looks, and then Blue Streak looks, and I thought. Oh, so I wound up getting all three. Oh, they're, they're nice figures, man. All of them are, are beautiful. I think I Blue just Streak. Really I think Blue Streak. I like him a lot more than I do Prowl. Prowl is is nice, but he's a bit plain. You know, yeah. for a police car, he's a bit plain. There's a little too much white on him, and everybody keeps saying get the repro labels, and I'm like, he's a masterpiece. I don't want to put stickers on a masterpiece. Yeah, you shouldn't need to buy repro labels for a masterpiece. Well, yeah, I mean, but he's supposed to look plain because. He's proud. Yeah. Proud was mostly just white in the cartoon, you know. Yeah, I mean, he he accurately depicts the cartoon, you know. But as far as you know, just overall appeal, I think Blue Streak, even though Blue Streak is just pretty much silver and black, uh, he he looks really nice, you know. And the red accents uh, yeah, really it's work. Gorgeous for looking car mode. Yeah. Well, it's. Uh... Here, uh, maybe they'll find some long lost artwork for Prowl that showed his G two colors, mm. and they'll come out with the, with the, with the G two <coughs> Prowl. Mm. You know how white usually tends to drown out any detail that, or and you know it, it tends to make everything look so flat, and other colors just don't. Yeah. So uh, what else did you get, uh, Unicron? Uh, I got something that. Because it was super cheap on <coughs> this website that everybody likes to order from. I got this huge hunk of plastic here. Oh. <laughs> I've seen so many of those things this Christmas in stores. Yeah. And not and a single one of them has gone anywhere. It was 18 bucks, and I said, you know what? On Amazon? Dollars. Yes. Yeah. And Beanwood Prime, it's free shipping. So it cost me, I think, nineteen charging like a buck something in tax. So I figured, no, why not? Oh crap! And for eighteen, bucks <laughs> <laughs> to kill you in your sleep. Yeah, I see that. For eighteen bucks is not a bad toy. Um, <coughs> not for forty like Walmart has it. I, the, I, I couldn't spend forty. I, I no, no there's, way. There's one uh, Walmart. The uh, I have one Walmart where I got the Waspinator and everything, like ten miles that way, and then ten miles another way. I've got another Walmart. I was in there today. They had a total of four Transformers on the shelf, and um, they had four of those primes there, and then they had <laughs> uh, they had four on pegs, and they were all Cyberverse Legions. So it's like, you know, there's not much of a selection there. They, I don't know why they didn't restock after Christmas. Uh, uh, Don, why? Why is that? Some some restock right after Christmas, and some just well, I mean are completely naked. Well, it, there's a couple of reasons. One, it's uh, the stores can't do a lot of ordering anymore on their own. It's all based on 
rate of sale. They may have been out in the warehouse. Uh, my store got a restock last week of the Gold Bug Wave, and that was the first time I've seen them locally in my area. Um, but other, you know, it's just because we were we were without deluxes for probably almost a month. Yeah, we had wow. we had no we had we had no deluxes at all. And generally, if you go that long and you don't have deluxes, or you don't have any of a certain size class, <laughs> well, no, they come in like a PDQ, you know, a floor shipper or something like that. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, some stores got floor shippers and some stores didn't. So it could have been it could have been an allocation issue. <laughs> there's no telling. But what's strange is every company is different. Because I walked into Toys R Us today, and they had the Spider-Man Legends Green Goblin Wave that was not there three days ago, and they had restocked on G.I. Joe Retaliation, which was not there on the same visit I did the other week. So everyone replenishes differently. It's uh, But, yeah, we have we had an end cap of those primes, and they just sat there too. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's a pretty simple toy. I think a kid would really enjoy it. Uh, uh, Real simple transformation, real easy to transform, real basic. It seems like it'd be a blast, but as far as collector, no, it's not worth the money. Eighteen well, bucks, I don't feel quite as ripped off. But if I would have spent sixty, I'd be a little bit upset. A guaranteed botcon six years from now, that thing will be a hundred and twenty bucks, and everybody's like, "Ooh, I should have got this back in the day when it's twenty bucks." You know, it's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> If I'm going to drop that money, I want to see I want to see uh, RID, RID Fire Convoy as the hotspot defensor from that unused uh, unused design Glenn was going to try a couple yeah. of years ago. Hmm. Interesting. But if nothing, if nothing else, you know, crying. If you got cats, you got something for them to chase anyway. Because <laughs> I bought I bought one of the uh, Green Lantern <coughs> movie. Green Lantern movie lantern that was up to a dish shooter. I can't get crazy. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? And uh, yeah, I was, I was taking real big advantage of that Amazon sale. Man, stuff was crazy cheap on there. I mean, yeah. all the stuff I didn't want just because it was three bucks and four bucks for the. Creo combiner sets. I mean, the little small ones. It was neat, the little minifigs. Well, um, Brian Kilby got lucky and picked up the uh, Predakings for 50 bucks. When it, when oh, it I missed that one. God, I missed that one. I kicked my butt for that one. Well, see, you know, <laughs> I, wasn't, I was on a Transformer ban uh, for, uh, for the month of December, pretty much, because, uh, you know, she told me, don't buy any Transformers because we don't know what you have, and if we, <laughs> you know, so every time those, say, uh, you know, whenever uh, Predaking got down to 50 bucks, I'm like, oh, please, please, and like, and she goes, no, Santa Claus might bring you one, I'm like, yep. and, and I missed it, yeah, God, I can't and, believe I missed it, and what makes me even more angry, well, not angry, I'm not angry, um, but, uh, I guess disappointed is that uh, at Christmas on Christmas Day, uh, my wife told me that uh, she she had really really tried to get me uh, Fortress Maximus um, for uh, for Christmas, but um, she just didn't have we just didn't have the money. Uh, we we actually overspent a little on the girls, uh, which you know I I don't regret that. Um, 
you know, so uh, it's not like I'm I'm being selfish and oh, I wish we'd spent less so I could have got Fortress Maximus, but um, you know, just just the fact that she tried to get me Fortress Maximus when I just assumed that she was not uh, that was not even on the table, and she even tried that that was awesome enough. Um, but yeah, Fortress Maximus is still one of those that eludes me as as my holy grail that I've never been able to own. Side I didn't get the I didn't get trail. the <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I didn't get those Predacons the Predacons for fifty bucks, but I got them that day for eighty. Um, that's that's you know that's still a good price. How did you? Know, how did you get them in 40? They sold out in like four seconds. Apparently they didn't. <laughs> because yeah, I, I, did. I bought them that, I mean, I I bought them that day. And uh, yeah, I checked it later. Because I guess I saw the post later. A little later. And it was already back up to 80. And uh, and so I went ahead and jumped on them. Oh, so the day they they went down to 50, they went back up to 80 for a little bit. Because I know the first... Well, I think first, 50 was a mistake. <laughs> I don't think they were supposed to go down to 50. Yeah, the first lightning deal, they went down to like 80 or something. Of their, uh, yeah, prime yeah I've seen that one. And that's yeah. the one they sold out in four seconds, and I was livid. Because oh, yeah. I was ready to buy one that time. I had, I, had, yeah. uh, I had the okay that day. I sat here... Uh, and with one minute to go, I topped in, you know, you know, one in cart, went up, clicked in, uh, clicked, uh, clicked, uh, uh, checkout. And then it said, this item is sold out. I'm like, what? <laughs> four <laughs> seconds, four flipping seconds. <laughs> now you know how Maddie collector collectors feel. I, yeah, I'm glad I got out of He-Man. That's for sure. <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah. That day, the day they went for fifty, it it jumped back up to eighty. I don't. I think fifty was a mistake, and they they fixed that fast. But you know, some people got a really good deal. Yeah, they got a fantastic deal. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Well, um, is there anything else uh, that you got for Ouch My Wallet? Um, that, that's it. I'm good for for this week. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Ouch My Wallet has been brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. CapturedPrey.com. Um, great sponsor that we have. And we'll move on into our uh, first uh, mini topic that wanna, uh, I want to talk about. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on these since they're not technically not Transformers, uh, but they're along the lines that, uh, of something that I think Transformer fans uh, will enjoy. And not a lot of fans are actually aware of them. Um, um, and then we'll get on to our main topic of discussion tonight, which is vintage versus reissue. We're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, but uh, we're also going to talk about that on a uh, future show as well, because there's a couple people I'd like to hear uh, their input on it as well, uh, especially Megamus, um, who he had to, uh, which uh, he had to work tonight. And if he's listening, hi Megamus. Um, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about if you've been following the uh, TFYLP YouTube channel, you've uh, noticed the new TFYLP Minute um, that I've been producing um, on uh, about a weekly basis, trying to get one episode out, and the latest one I put out yesterday, and it was about uh, these cool little things called Diarobo. Uh, Diarobo is a small, um, uh, officially licensed vehicle 
uh, toy line. Uh, it's like this one here is an actual uh, uh, Nissan uh, uh, 350Z. This is uh, some kind of, I think, Toyota uh, van. I'm not exactly sure what model of van. Um, but they are officially licensed. And um, they're produced by Gotsuma of Japan. Um, it's uh, part of, I think, their Diapet line. Uh, again, I, I, I can't read Japanese. I'm just reading what what is actually in English on the packaging. Um, but these guys are, little, uh, are, are really cool. Um, and I'll show you another one. They, they do get a little bit bigger than this. Uh, this is the average size, and this is the, uh, I guess, their deluxe size. Um, this one here actually turns into a Brachiosaurus, and that's pretty flipping awesome. Um, this one here, I, I got to give props to Side Cutter from Captured Prey. This was my uh, Christmas present from him, and uh, uh, props to him, man. This 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 is an awesome toy. Um, but I'll take this guy out here and uh, and and uh, show you a little bit about him. Has uh, has anybody uh, uh, anybody else aware of Di uh, Robo? Have anybody else got any? I, I wasn't until the pre-show. I'd never even heard of them. Yep, I never heard them until you put your pictures on uh, Facebook, and I was like, "Whoa, what is that?" Uh, have, uh, have, did you watch the uh, the TFYLP minute about it? Yes. Yeah these these guys. Um, uh, I'll kind of do a little. Get the screen on here, right? <coughs> um, this right here is like a, a little Nissan. 350Z. A lot of people like this because it looks like Alternator Prowl, uh, mm -hmm. and he kind of, kind of is a little bit. I believe this one here is uh, his official name. I believe is Roid Cop. I don't, I don't totally get the uh, the story behind them, but uh, they're pretty simple transformations. He likes to pop roids. Yeah, he, pop, he pops roids. <laughs> he likes to cop a roid. Um, but yeah, they they're pretty simple. Almost gobotish in uh, in 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 their uh, feel here. Get yeah. They remind me of the, the G two gobots. They look similar to them. Yeah, they they kind of uh, the G two gobots are actually a lot simpler than this, but um, yeah, uh, has some uh, some posability. I mean, he's got uh, some ball joints oh, yeah, on the nice. legs. Um, although he has no knees, but he does have a, a head that turns. On a swivel, um, he's got uh, shoulder and elbow articulation. Um, really nice. Uh, just got a little bit of back kibble, but um, yeah, uh, the, each line um, has about eight to ten figures in it. Uh, out of those eight to ten figures, you can expect probably half the line to be a repaint of a, of a previous line. Uh, for example, this police car here. Uh, sands the uh, the light bar. Um, there's an orange one and a uh, silver one, and I believe there was a limited edition gold one uh, that was out. Oh, cool. Um, and then you also have uh, the uh, the Toyota van here, which this one's cool because it turns into like a little Raptor or a T Rex. Um, and uh, this one here is repainted into an ambulance and a silver uh, version of this exact van. Uh, so um, there's three different colors of this. And then the other one, there's two 
uh, Toyota uh, FJ Cruisers. One is blue and one is yellow. And this is the first wave. And they uh, turn into a bear or some kind of cat. And what's cool about that one is is it's it's either quadrupedal or you can stand it up kind of like uh, Beast Wars Ravage and having bipedal. Um, hmm. And it's really, really neat. And then, of course, the... Uh, the, the big guys here, uh, the Brachiosaurs, um, I don't know if you can see on the package. Let me get it over enough. There's kind of what it looks like in uh, in dino mode. Um, I'm not going to take it out. You can see a lot more of it on, on the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see a good close-up picture of that and everything, I, I took some uh, Lightbox photos on the uh, Facebook uh, Facebook group for TFYLP. <coughs> so, uh, and if you want to find out a little bit more about them, there's uh, some links on the uh, on the TFYLP minute for January second, two thousand fourteen. Uh, check that out on our YouTube channel. Um, what do you guys think? What's what's your thoughts on them? I <coughs> <laughs> you can go for it, man. <laughs> I was going to say, I had, because um, I think it was earlier in the summer when you were showing the first few you got off on the Atchman wallet, and I had looked into them, because um, I, I thought the uh, ones that turned into dinosaurs and animals were pretty cool. Um, I didn't bite because I could think of Beast Wars figures I could buy. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Well, I so, mean, but uh, they're actually relatively inexpensive, though. I mean, for the uh, for the guys this size here, imported, uh, you can get them for about fifteen bucks. Um, imported now. Now the big guy like this, he's these guys run about thirty to forty uh, yeah. shipped. Uh, is, is there any die cast in them, or is it um, all plastic? It's all plastic. Um, there's, I think, the only metal in it is uh, there's a few pins, and that's another great thing too. Is a lot of it uh, is is done with like almost no metal in it all. I mean, there's a couple screws as well, but you know, there's like almost no metal in them at all, and uh, uh, the windows are translucent. Um, I think the only places that I've seen them. In in a online store, uh, Robot Kingdom carries them, and uh, Ami Ami uh, has them as well. Ami Ami uh, catching them in stock is the problem uh, because they tend to sell out on AmiAmi.com uh, really quickly. Um, these I actually picked up from a board member on uh, TFW uh, who lives in Japan. Uh, his his username escapes me at the moment, but. Um, I got them last year, no, year, year before last, actually. No? Yeah, it was the year before last. Uh, this was, I got the entire first wave uh, for about 80, 80 to 90 bucks shipped. And uh, since then, uh, last year, there's been another wave. And in that wave, there's a gorilla uh, that um, is, turns into uh, uh, some kind of SUV. And then you have a Prius that turns into, uh, there's one of them turns into an eagle, another one turns into a pterodactyl. Um, and See, I like, I like that concept. This right here was, like, this is my favorite from the Alternators line. Oh, yeah. The Jaguar that turned into <coughs> Ravage. And it's because it's so, it's so different. You got a car turning into a beast, and 
So I, I think that concept is cool. I, I wish Transformers did it more often. Um, you know, they did it a little bit with the movie, but they didn't look like anything recognizable. They were just... Like know. creatures, yeah. Yeah. So, I really like that concept. It's just, uh, like you said, um, I think when I went looking for them, back when you first introduced me to them, I never found any in stock to even be able to think <coughs> about buying them. So... Well, I'd, it sort of just passed by. Me. <coughs> uh, there for the longest time, you couldn't even find them on eBay. But now, they're, that's probably the easiest place to find them right now is on eBay. And a, there's a lot of them on there available with free shipping. Uh, usually, uh, I, I know the, the Prius one, um, I've seen on there free shipping uh, for about 16 to $17. Uh, and that's actually not bad for something that is imported from the other side of the world. Now, if you live in Japan, you're probably going to pay about seven or eight bucks, um, you know, for them, uh, because I believe that's I believe that's what their cost was there. Uh, Unicron, uh, what was you was it you getting ready to say something about them a minute ago? I was going to say uh, they look really really neat, and uh, I think I might have to pick up a couple of them just to, to see what they're about. And they're fairly cheap, so, I mean, it, it's not a, a big deal if it's 10 15 bucks, and I don't care for it. So Yeah, well, if you like Spy Changers, uh, the, to me, they, they're mostly, uh, the, the, what, what makes me, what they remind me the most about is if you took a GoBot from uh, Generation 2 and a ri- an original GoBot from, mm-hmm. from Tonka, uh, they've got almost the, the original GoBot complexity but the G2 GoBot uh, feel, well, if cool. that makes any sense. Yeah, so, no, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> so if you like the Spy Changers or something other, you'd really like these guys because uh, the they're simple. You can transform them pretty much with one hand. Uh, but, you know, once you're done, you're like, wow, this thing's, like, really awesome. You know, uh, and if you get any, I, I highly, if you like a robot form, these guys are great. But you know, like Cyburn was talking, the uh, the dinosaur, the 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 vehicle to dinosaur. Um, these are probably my favorites uh, out of the first wave. And then whenever uh, Sidecutter picked me up uh, the Brachiosaur, this right here is by far my favorite. But this one is also that looks cool, man. Yeah, this one is also the most expensive. But um, you can get yeah. I'm I'm looking on eBay right now, <coughs> and like the little ones. I'm seeing some that you can get from Japan. Can you share your screen real quick and I'll... Uh, for... Uh, where is it? There it is. It's <coughs> not stranger. So, like, yeah, here's the eagle guy. Um, yeah. But I'm seeing from Japan, 989 buy it now with 880 shipping so yeah, you so know about 18 bucks shipped. 18 bucks shipped um and then the brachiosaur from japan you know 20 bucks plus 12 bucks shipping so you know 32 bucks shipped which and there's also a bid you could bid on it if you want oh and here's a good view oh, yeah. the, uh, which that is that is very cool to me 
Yeah, that, that is real cool. The, the Brachiosaur is also by far the most poseable out of it. As you can see, the legs have uh, have joints, and uh, um, you know the, the the knee and ankle and and hip joints. Uh, the le- uh, the neck uh, has, has is the ball and socket, and of course the jaw opens up, and the tail uh, it can go up and down, not side to side, but. Um, really awesome, and a lot. I've seen actually seen some kit bashes. There's a tanker truck version of the Hino truck, uh, like the Brachiosaur. This and, one's really cool too. Yeah, that's 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 the FJ <laughs> the Cruiser. Bear. Yeah, uh, now that's the one I was talking about. That uh, is actually quadrupedal, and you can also stand it up, and it'll be bipedal as well. It can yeah, be I, this one, this one, I if I had the money for it right now i would probably buy it because when i saw it i instantly you know love this thing yeah they that that one is pretty awesome um yeah that, that's the one if if it has any five millimeter ports on it when the bmog comes out you can get the arsenal break them apart and put bear weapons on the bear vehicle <laughs> I, I don't know if there would be five millimeter pegs anywhere on these little guys but <laughs> But yeah, um, I think there was like ten in the first wave. In the second wave, there was like maybe eight. Um, I think that uh, there's another one there. It turns into a, a little lizard or something other. Yeah, it looks like there's a some like uh, mini band that turns yeah. into triceratops. Yeah, and then I don't know what this is. This is this one's kind of weak. Uh, it looks like a monitor lizard, actually. Huh. Yeah, like, some sort of lizard or uh, something. Yeah, I, Nissan I like- Juke. Yeah, I like the one that's the uh, the garbage truck because uh, it reminds me of a, a fly trap from GoBots. Yeah, <laughs> see, I, that's that's what I'm saying. A lot of these remind me of GoBots, but uh, in in hand they feel like spy changers because uh, of the size. There you go. You got a garbage truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's cool too. Yeah, uh, that one right there, I could see somebody repainting that into like a, a, a animated Retgar or something other, you know. But uh, I like weird concepts. Like that's one thing I liked about anim- animated oh. Retgar is like how often you're gonna have a transformer <coughs> that turns into a garbage truck. Yeah, but see, I mean, that, uh, these things here are really, really awesome because for less than a hundred bucks, you can get an entire wave of these, and. They're they're just awesome. I mean, like I said, there's a couple that uh, that are uh, like repaints that you know you're like, eh, yeah, that's the gold one I was uh, talking about. Yeah, you can get that one for fifteen ninety five. Oh wow, hmm. it's it's not not as expensive as I thought. Yeah, so you know it's not even not not really wallet hungry uh, for these guys. Now that's the silver one of the uh, the red van here uh, that I was talking, and it's virtually the exact same uh, transformation on all three of the vans. And so you it, can get a uh, a ratchet version, too. Yeah, you can get a ratchet version, <laughs> and yeah, the, uh, the, uh, that the Ratchet and Ironhide dinosaurs. And if you want to save money and not get the whole wave, you can get one of those guys, and you've uh, virtually got the other two because they all transform exactly the same into the same thing. Uh, oh, here we go. The, uh, the Gorilla. The gorilla guy. Yeah, security Kong. <laughs> and he turns into a Hummer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's Dia Robo. Uh, I, I 
really wanted to highlight those guys because you know as, as transformer fans you know we tend to uh uh you know branch our collections out a little bit sometimes into things that not aren't necessarily transformers but they kind of go along the same same vein uh as as transformers like these guys and um like i said a, lo- a lot of people i've talked to about you know they're they're like diarobo what's that never heard of it and you know they're so cheap you know why not you know, and maybe if uh, Agatsuma is interested at all in exporting these things or some other com- company over here in the U.S. is interested in uh, importing these as a uh, as a um, toy line here in the U.S., it uh, would be a great idea. Maybe we should support it, you know. Um, and they're... If, I saw these, if I saw these on the shelves, like if I went to Toys R Us or Walmart and saw these, you know, I would definitely buy them because... I mean, you compare it to something like, there's some pretty terrible, uh, like, Transformers wannabes that take up the aisles at, like, my Walmart (coughs) that just sit there forever. Like, I don't see any of them moving. And it's like, I would would buy this stuff in a heartbeat. Get rid of all that, you know, crap. (laughs) Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't been knocked off already and put in, like, the little little gift sets, like the uh, G1 combiners. Uh, I mean, they're, they're small and... You know, easy to. Uh, they seemed like they'd be easy to knock off. Yeah, but you know, if if, if has if you know if Hasbro could bring those over uh, before anyone else gets them, and call them go, you know, do something with them, but not as Transformers, that'd be a perfect line for your smaller stores like <coughs> Dollar Dollar General. Exactly. You know, stuff stuff like that. <coughs> that you know, that'd be a perfect you know five dollar line. Mm-hmm. You know. Like five, like other um, like that. I, I do know that BBTS has carried them before, but uh, as uh, as a lot of things are, BBTS is a little bit more expensive on these guys. Um, uh, you know, because you know they've got to make a profit too. Um, yeah. But uh, as far as online prices, uh, AmiAmi.com and Robot Kingdom has been uh, two uh, e-tailers that. Um, seem to have the most reasonable price and then of course ebay uh if i was to get any more i'd probably go ebay personally um but uh that's that's diarobo um anybody have any closing thoughts on that uh if i had some disposable income i'd be buying a bear right now (laughs) (coughs) don (laughs) you were gonna say something oh no just uh it's just you know hopefully someone will see these and bring them over you know, before Takara can do something like they did with uh, Machine Robo Rescue and put Machine Robo on that uh, universe figure as a trademark. Mm-hmm. and Because that, uh, that would have been great to see Machine mm-hmm. Robo Rescue a few years ago come over to the United States. So hopefully someone can bring them over, you know, and we can have those as another line to look at. Yeah. Most definitely. Okay, uh, now on to our our big topic of discussion today, and uh, this this topic here, like I said earlier, is going to be I'm going to uh, break it up into a couple uh, a couple little segments. We're going to talk about it on another uh, show in the future, maybe not the very next episode or uh, or next week, uh, but in a future excuse me a future episode. Um, this uh, sometimes is a hot topic among hardcore collectors and that's vintage g1s or vintage transformers versus reissue ones 
Um, and a lot of people are divided on this. Some people, like me personally, I don't care. I mean, it's, uh, you know, there there's so little differences. Um, you know, I would take a reissue because it's cheaper over a vintage one. But there's there's a reason that a vintage Fortress Maximus holds its value uh, compared to a reissue Fort Max. Um, now, I, I know maybe our, our viewpoints on it may be a little uh, differing, uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, listener uh, Tater X uh, uh, tweeted uh, um, at the beginning of the show, uh, he wants to hear us talk about something, and I'll mention that here in a minute, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it first uh, to see uh, where you kind of stand on the uh, vintage versus reissue topic. Uh, let's go with uh, Don. What, uh, what's your thoughts on on this? Well, being one of the older collectors uh, out there, you know, a, a lot of the stuff I've got I picked up in the mid '90s before when it was still when it was still a glut over in Japan. Um, I mentioned this when y'all came over. You know, I picked up you know Lyle Kai, the Lyle Kaiser gifts an Overlord for 150 shipped. But again, this was 1996. The stuff was still everywhere in Japan, and all the in all the shops. And I opened it up and I played with it. Uh, if you're buying toys as an investment, you're going to lose no matter what, because the market is so circular. I should say you're going and you're going to have people reproducing them either as third-party homages or you're going to have encore reissues. Uh, <sighs> I personally don't mind the reissues because it's the only way a lot of people are going to get these figures. If I've got one in the box and the price drops, I should have sold it when I had the chance. <coughs> you know, it's like Fortress Maximus. I, I I got Fortress Maximus off the shelf at Toys R Us in nineteen eighty seven. He's the only one I ever saw at retail, and I was seventeen. Uh, so. The reissue is was an absolute godsend for all my friends who could not pay five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars for one, or a thousand, so, and uh, for a field one. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. God forbid if it was AFA graded anyway. Yeah, you know something like that. So I have no problem with it. Uh, my big problem is that I, they need to do more reissues of this stuff before we lose these molds completely. So I don't want to see less reissues. I want to see more reissues. Kaiser, you're, uh, they're not great, but I wouldn't mind seeing Road Caesar stuff was done by Atlas, all that kind of stuff. Before, and, the, and I've always said the stuff from the UK, your Turbo Masters, Lightformers, Tracons, all that. So I want to see more reissues on course before we lose these molds completely. I totally agree on that. Uh, what about you, Unicron? What's uh, what's your stance on it? This is uh, actually one of my favorite subjects, to be honest with you. Growing up, well, a little bit of a backstory. Growing up, you know, my family, we, we didn't have money. We were poor. And I remember Transformers came out. I was nine years old. Loved them. And never owned any because didn't have money. As I got older, I started buying used. And you know, when the reissues came out, I thought, God, they're, they're awesome. They're an affordable way to get a brand new version of an original G1 toy that you can own, open it, take it out the box. And that's something I really enjoyed as an adult doing. And I know some people don't like reissues. They say it devalues the original G1s. 
Um, but for guys like me that, that couldn't afford them or didn't have them when we were younger, I mean, man, they're they're great. They're fantastic. And I went down. I would love to see more come out. You know, I mean, they're just awesome. Yeah, so, that, I think that's one thing that uh, um, you know, uh, for me is uh, back in the day. Well, whenever I got back into collecting back in the early two thousands, um, you know, I'd found my original collection. Well, my mo- my mom did had found my original collection all boxed up uh, in, a, in a big old box in the uh, storage shed. And, you know, I, I got them out, and my first thought was, like, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to sell these things. And then, uh, you know, like every Transformer fan that is a Transformer fan now, you know, that, that's probably the first thing they think. And then they get them out, and then the nostalgia starts kicking in and, and the, uh, um, you know, the cool factor uh you know really attaches itself to uh to uh, to each person and you know i couldn't get enough i started wanting to go, i wanted to go to a store and buy more transformers now and yeah. at the time um you know that was you know no offense to to beast fans but you know th- that's whenever beast wars and beast machines were on the shelves and i'm like i'm like what's this bug crap i want uh, I, I don't want a monkey i want a truck you know <laughs> and <laughs> It's uh, then I went on eBay and I started seeing the prices. And compared to the prices today, I would gladly pay those prices. But even back then, you know, as just getting back into the hobby, uh, you know, you get on there and Optimus Prime was about a hundred bucks, you know, and you're like, it's like I don't want to pay that much for a for a toy, you know. And now, you know, a hundred bucks for a G1 Optimus Prime uh, vintage. Still in the box, yeah, yeah. please. In a heartbeat, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I was actually lucky enough. Um, one of my friends, uh, I, I went on to work for uh, for Pepsi, um, but before I worked for Pepsi, one of my friends that worked uh, for, uh, for them had a friend in North Carolina, and um, North Carolina they had a uh, a warehouse find of some Pepsi edition Optimus Primes from, uh, from I believe, 84. And he was able to get me one. And he got it for me pretty much at the cost that he got it from his friend. And it was like 100 and, 120 bucks for a Pepsi wow. edition Prime. Now, it had been opened, and uh, the stickers had been applied. Um, and, uh, you know, so, uh, and the box was really yellowed. Uh but I was so happy with that thing, um, and I wound up actually selling it um, back in 2006 during my big purge, um, and that's one of my big regrets. But it was an actual vintage G1 Optimus Prime Pepsi edition. I had one in the box, mint in box, and then I had a sealed G1 Slapdash, which it's kind of a crap toy, but you know, it was a sealed. I mean, the box was dead mint too. Oh. Um. Yeah, the and I and I paid over a hundred dollars for both of those, but then a, around that time is whenever the reissue Hot Rod and the reissue Ultra Magnus from Takara came out, and I'm I was all over those. It's like like thirty bucks for a reissue Hot Rod, and then uh, from Japan, and then a reissue uh, Ultra Magnus was like fifty, and. You know, I didn't care if it was in Japanese packaging. It looked just like it did back in the day. And I, I was ecstatic about it. Um, as far as valuing, devaluing the original, 
I didn't care uh, because you know I, I wasn't I, I wasn't and I'm not in to collecting for the value of them. Although you know if in a pinch I need to sell, you know I like for them to still have value, but I really don't care if it maintains value or or loses value um, as long as it's a figure that I like and. You know, for me, that's why the uh, vintage versus reissue topic is kind of a non-issue for me. Uh, I'm I'm along the lines of thinking like uh, like Don, in that, um, you know, the more the merrier. I, I honestly, I wish that over in uh, wherever the factories are where they have, I know there's multiple factories, but wherever they have the molds for these toys. Go out and get as many as ones that are still serviceable and run these figures. Just reissue them all, yep. you know, and that way they're still on the market for uh, for for many more years. Well, uh, one thing I've always said is that um, I, this the whole AFA grading thing for me is. I mean, if if you want your figures graded and you have a figure that's worth grading, go for it, but. I got. I don't personally care for that just because you make you make that figure totally unenjoyable. Except in a you basically you you've pulled a Doctor Who. You've made a painting frozen in time of this one item mm-hmm. that you can't enjoy except in one form. Mm-hmm. And if if you have a reissue, yes, it may hurt the value, and you could finally open that toy and enjoy it. In all the different versions, rather than just being sealed in a box. And reissuing, and be- I was to say, and reissuing has never, over the long term, hurt the value that much of vintage figures. I mean, it does, a- it does impact it, but not as much. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, there, there's going to be two things. There's going to be there's going to be people that's going to buy vintage no matter what. You know, you got you got people that want a vintage 12 inch Star Wars stormtrooper. Versus the Gentle Giant 12 issue reissue they did last year in 2013, and then you're going to have people that you know it, the, it doesn't matter what they get the, the, as long as they have a representation of that character to open up. So the markets are still going to be completely, completely different, but you know it's just. It can go the way based on personal preferences. You know that's that's the only problem. If, if, you, if, you, if you have this one figure that you love, and and you don't want to play, it's like Lyle Kaiser. I have Lyle Kaiser, but I opened him up, and now I'm terrified because one of his legs is nothing but gold plastic. Kill Bison is ninety percent gold plastic. Mm-hmm. I am terrified to bring him out of Lyle Kaiser mode anymore. Back to the individual figures. So I'm praying for a reissue so I can actually have a figure that I can transform again. Yeah. Uh, in that in that instance, I would actually like for the club, uh, you know, and that's one thing I've always wanted uh, uh, to see in the club is if if they can contact Takara and uh, and say, hey, are, the, are these molds still available? You know, like, uh, like they found... You know, let's say they found the Star Saber mold, uh, and they still have it. And seeing as how it was toward the end of Generation One, it's it's highly likely that they probably still do. You know, why don't they uh, pull that out and say uh, say, hey, run us off 
five or ten thousand of them, and we will sell them through the club store, and you can also sell them for, through eHobby, and you know, you know, sell them to fans that that know the figure, and I, I don't well, understand why they don't do that. Well, I, I I'm gonna take a stab at it. If y'all guys don't mind, I'm not trying to monopolize the conversation, but. No. I have actually put that on my BotCon su- survey that I've been to every BotCon except for one in 1997. So I, so if I make it this year, I'll, I've gone to 19 BotCons. Wow. And, I, and every year they've done the survey since FunPub took over. I have put down <coughs> work to find these G1 molds, get them reissued. If you have to sell them as club exclusives to help pay for them, because these figures, like you can't see behind me. I've got all my, I've got most of my UK stuff right here on one shelf. You got Turbo Masters, you got Lightformers, you got Tracons, you got Thunderclash, you got Clinch. These are some of the most awesome molds ever done. But one thing people keep saying whenever I bring this up at BotCon, they don't have articulation. Who cares? They don't. Yeah, yeah sure. I, that's what yeah. I say. But. <laughs> What the general what the general opinion is that they want current technology care molds colored or turned into these characters. They don't want these molds as these characters because of the lack of articulation. And to me, that's the complete opposite because it doesn't matter how many points of articulation you have. Yes, this Rhinox is an absolutely wonderful figure. You can pose him, you can do whatever you want to with him, and he looks great. But from the same standard, if you've got a Turbo Master <coughs> from the UK, yes, he has limited articulation, but in his, own, in his own way, he is as striking and as vibrant as that Rhinox because he's so unique. But that's one, that's one problem is people keep saying, like me, bring these characters back. Get them on the market so everyone can enjoy them, and then then people say, "Well, they don't have articulation. They don't have this. They don't have that." So if Hasbro's hearing that more than they're hearing bring these back, there's not going to be a lot of incentive because people won't Rhinox recolored as say Thunderclash or just whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I brought this up on several occasions, but the lack of articulation of G1 is a major thing for a lot of people. Unfortunately. Um, um, can, go ahead. Can I, can I add in real quick? Um, what I don't understand, it, and I've heard this a lot too, is people talk about articulation, articulation, articulation. To be honest with you, I don't really need them to be that articulated because what's going to happen? I'm going to buy it. I might transform it a few times, and guess where it's going to go? It's going to sit on a shelf. Yeah. I mean, it, it. So, what's the big point of having this highly articulated toy? That me personally, I might use once or twice in a blue moon, and you're just going to sit on a shelf. And if I mean, it, that's why I don't understand. And if you're a kid, you know, or uh, what difference does it make whether it can pop a squad or not? I mean, yeah. if if you can transform it and use your imagination, which these are toys, these are action figures, you're supposed to be using your imagination. Um, you know, whether or not a figure can uh, can do a squat or a or a handstand 
is irrelevant. You know, as, as long as it's a fun little toy to transform. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day, uh, whenever I was a kid, I didn't give a rat's ass that Broadside had zero articulation. I mean, he he bends at his elbows. My imagination, he was just as he was just as poseable as this waspinator in my yeah. in my imagination. You know, and he was a fun toy. I love G1 Broadside. I will say that out loud right now. You know what I did yeah. as a kid with cuz you know, Beast Wars brought about posability, but you know what the only thing about the ball joints as a kid that was cool to me was that I could take arms off as they fought each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh it wasn't really so much about posing. I mean, now I like to pose them, maybe pose them in a few positions and everything, but like I I've said this I said this 100 100 times already. As a kid, I I got bored playing with my RID figures 20 minutes into playing because Sideburn and, you know, Prowl and x they took too long to transform. Oh, I remember them. They were rough. Ooh. <laughs> and I had, even though I, I love RID, and it, it, you know, I, I plan on completing it, Alongside my or my Beast Wars collection, but I probably had more fun in the entirety with my Armada figures because they were easy. I could transform them all quickly, and you know, it was just it was easier as a kid to have fun with those. And. Uh, so posability, uh, we get too much, a lot, a lot of people get too much into posability, 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 but it's like, I'm a collector, and I set it on a shelf, yep. and that's where it stays, you know. Well, even even whenever you're looking at it from a kid's point of view, which these are toys, and they are uh, they are intended for children, not uh, not for us as much as we want them to yeah. want to believe that they're for us, they're for children. You know, they need to be a fun toy, and I'm sorry, you know. Honestly, as cool as as Skids is, this to me probably wouldn't be a fun toy. He's a well, little, no, he's a, a bit fiddly. As, generations, as well as the Waspinator, he's a bit fiddly. Yeah, you know. But generations, as much as Hasbro likes to say, you know, they make these for the kids. Generations is our line, and so we have to at, you have to at least give them props. They're giving us something the Generations yeah. line because that is the collector's line. Yeah. I mean. Um, we but this double, is why. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry, no, we got double dealer of all of all characters. We got double dealer. Yeah. From, yeah. So it's like out of nowhere. <coughs> so yeah. generations has always been a special exception. You know, I expect a lot from generations. Um, you know that there was that blight at the beginning of this year. You know the you know Grimlock. Voyager Grimlock and stuff like that. There was, there was a small part of the Generations line this year that it was really rocky and everyone was, you know, sort of like, uh, you guys losing your minds. Um, but they've gotten back to it. I mean, this this newest wave is, you know, excellent. Yeah, Generations, the 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 thrilling thirty line has been just an amazing line. Um, okay. But there's a reason why. Beast Hunters next year is going to these simplified deluxes and simplified Voyagers. And it's because 
uh, you know, kids, you know, like me with R.I.D. when I was a kid, they want something that can transform fast, or they get bored with it. And that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Unicron. Uh, earlier, what uh, is there something else you wanting to? Uh... uh no, I think they pretty much covered it. Mike did a good job covering all of it. I think uh, this is a good example of a kid's fun toy because you can transform it, throw it at your neighbor, and it's all good and fun. <laughs> Might stab somebody with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is different. What I do like about it does remind me of a brick transformer because it's real simple transformation process, and he's basically done in about maybe six seven steps and he's transformed so um then he's just really huge with a little bitty head that yep. makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> I mean, reminds, just, um, reminds me of gdo brawn <laughs> a little bit of brawn head on that big bulkhead body yeah it's like oh, what is that uh i think they used the deluxe or voyager head on there I'm not sure what happened with that one, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like the Dio Robos. You know, they're uh, they're small, and they didn't try to overcomplicate these things. They are simple transformations. You can transform one. You know, if, if you're skilled enough, you could do it with one hand. Um, and they're uh, but they're simple enough that you can transform one in about ten seconds. And they're not so. Uh, posable. They're they're not hugely posable. They have some posability, but not hugely posable. They don't have to be. They're just a fun little toy. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine in Japan these things sell like hotcakes. They're cheap and they're fun, you know. But um, Tater X uh, brought up a a a, a good point, and I, I was me I meant to get to it earlier, but um, a few years ago, um, well, as as early as a couple years ago, actually, uh, there was some bootleg. Uh, generation one figures that came out in you know g1 styled boxes and there if you didn't know what you were looking for you could easily be fooled into thinking you were buying a g1 toy and um did any of you guys settle for uh for one of those as a reissue for example like uh, um, he said mirage i i actually got a wheel jack i have a, a a sealed bootleg wheel jack in there but i actually purchased uh, a couple of the obvious crimes <laughs> the black versions and made some customs out of them but it, it was neat actually having them. I bought it to customize not for my collection or anything but the quality on them wasn't really that bad to be honest with you it's about the same as a loose G1 in good condition mm -hmm. so well, I mean I've got a, a, a an actual real vintage G1 wheeljack that is dead mint and complete but uh, I wanted uh, this wheeljack uh, at the time, I mean, it was like 50 bucks, and it looks just yep. like it did whenever I was a kid, and I held it in a store. I'm like, for 50 bucks, I can get a toy that looks just like it did as a kid uh, when I was a kid, and I don't have to play, uh, pay an arm and a leg and feel guilty for paying 300, $150 to $300 for a yep. G1 toy that is virtually, was a $20 toy whenever it was on the shelf, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Don, you, you were ready to say something? Oh, I was just going to say I did something similar recently. Um, I wasn't going to buy a side, Masterpiece Sideswipe when he came out. I was going to buy a Red Alert. And then mm -hmm. I was offered a deal on a Sideswipe I really couldn't turn down. And then at that by that point, the Red Alerts were starting to go through the roof. But I did buy the knockoff 
Red Alert. Uh, that's been released recently. How is uh, the just, quality on that? I, I missed out on alert. Uh, it, for a KO, it, it's got some good quality. There's a, there's a little bit of loose stuff here and there. The gun doesn't quite fit in the hand properly. I, I'm going to have to do some trimming or something on that. But I have no problems paying. I paid $35 and a dollar and a half shipping. <laughs> Don't ask me how the math works on that. But Somebody I do not mind, that. yeah. With, with this quality, I do not <clears throat> mind having this in my collection. Now, I would have preferred getting the same deal on Red Alert that I got on the Sideswipe to have the real one, but just to sit on my shelf and say, I have Sideswipe and Red Alert, I don't mind paying that. But then wasn't uh, wasn't the official Masterpiece Red Alert just riddled with QC problems? Yeah. I heard, I heard that, but... Uh, again, at the time, I, I, I was I, I decided since I got the, that deal on the side swipe not to worry about Red Alert, and yeah. then I saw the prices skyrocketing. So the QC stuff was in that little short window of time where I was where I wasn't even looking at Red Alerts at all. And and they even repoed the I, I don't I thought I had it right here. You know that you know when you buy a Japanese Transformer, they had that little piece of paper that's usually like a contest entry or something. Mm-hmm. They even repoed yeah. that. <laughs> they re- repro- reproduced that? Yes. Yes, they, they wow. reposed the instruction manual, the card, his little uh, sparks that go on his head, yeah. oh, wow. and the little piece of paper that you send in for the contest. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at mine on the shelf right now. <laughs> I purchased the two originals, and I purchased the KOs, and I got mine for around 40 a piece. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, forty bucks, man, buy it. It's, it's worth it. it yeah, it's yeah. You really know, I was good I was helping uh, Insane Galvatron run uh, the Master Shooter table there for a little bit uh, at Shardicon this year, and he had a KO. Actually, I think he had two KO uh, side swipes there for sale, and he had them like dirt cheap. And mm-hmm. people were coming by, and it's like, ooh, Master Piece side swipe, and they were picking it up and looking at it and everything. And and you know, to be honest. You know, either him or I would would tell him, oh, "Well, that that is a knockoff." Just uh, just so you know, and then they'd look at it and they'd hold it like it's a piece of crap, and then put it down. It's like, oh, it's it's fake. Oh, and it's like, it's it's really good quality. And it took uh, I, I I had a genius idea. He didn't sell any the first day, and then the second day, I just uh, he took one out of the box and I posed it. And like one of those ridiculous poses where, you know, he's like, it's like got one leg straight and the other one's like bent and he's like pointing backwards and, and he was holding that pose and he's not a loose floppy mess and people was picking it up and it's like, wow, he's actually kind of tight joints and everything. He's he's really good quality. And they both sold. Basically, you're posing porn for the power of good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ask with the Amazon power drivers also? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, forgot about that. And Red Alert comes with two sets of pile drivers. <laughs> wow, never used. Yep. You know, I'll buy third party. You know, because again, I know it's the whole gray area there. But there's characters that we're getting from there that we're not getting through official sources. Exactly. But the KOs, I mean, if I could, if, if I could have afforded Red Alert, I would have got a regular <laughs> Red Alert. But not for one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah, I just totally missed out on it. Yeah, and not for the I mean, potential of 
QC issues. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. My red alert, my <coughs> my real red alert, the the QC issues were actually not bad. It was, it was a good figure. Um, my size five had some paint issues, and my KO paint is probably actually a little bit better when it's in car mode than what my real side swipe is. So it's it's kind of give and take on on between both of them, you know. I still hope we get a USA release. And, yeah. I, and I do get uh, a lot more fun out of playing with my KOs than what I do with my real ones. Because you won't feel bad if you broke it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can care less. 40 bucks versus 100 bucks. I'll play that $40 all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, if, I, if I could have gotten Red Alert for the same price at Hobby Link Japan that I got Smokescreen and Prowl at 45 to 5,000 yen, I would have jumped all over the regular one. But it's just... It's, it's like Japanese DVDs, you know. I would I would have bought all of Gal Gaigar OV, the OVA series, but it's sixty dollars a disc for thirty minutes. Yeah. Versus a the Hong Kong release, which was four ninety five in shipping. Yeah. So I mean, it's just probably with a bonus that came with it also. Well, we are we are kind of running long here uh, tonight, but I do want to uh, uh, wrap up before we wrap up. Um, Sideburn, uh, you're of the Beast Wars era, pretty much, and uh, you have actually experienced uh, reissues of some Beast Wars characters and everything. So, uh, as far as reissues go, um, you know, what what do you think on the on the vintage G1 reissues? Um, you know, from a Beast Wars fan uh, era. From a... I wouldn't, you know, because I don't I mean, have do they as appeal much, to you, you know, I think is what I'm trying to ask. I mean... Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the only way I would go about getting G1 figures. Um, because, you know, I don't have the same bond and connection with them as, you know, G1ers have... You know, people who grew up with G1. So, I was always curious. I mean, as a kid, I was always curious about the G1 figures. I, I saw some of them. I thought they looked cool. Um, and, I mean, all the G1... I only have two vintage Transformers. and uh, Or G1 Transformers. And that's Warpath, which I got free from you. Yeah. And Wheelie, which I got free from another friend. Um, so, all my other G1... Figures, which it's not a lot. I mean, I only have two. I I don't mean to cut you off, Sideburn. Can I just add something real quick? Sure. I I don't think that was a friend that gave you Wheelie. (laughs) (laughs) I like Wheelie. I think it was sort of a joke. They sent me something else, and then Wheelie was in there. Uh, It's kind of like a Transformers uh, uh, fan's middle finger, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, I think my... I don't know. I'm going to guesstimate 15, even though they're right here, but I'm not going to spend time counting them. My 15 G1 Transformers are reissues. Um, or most of them are reissues. And it's because I'm not going to I'm not gonna pay exorbitant amount of money for a figure that I didn't have any, you know, childhood investment in. Uh, because, you know, it's... I mean, Optimus Prime, G1 Optimus Prime doesn't mean much to me, and so even though I own it, it's not it's not as cool to me as it would be to one of you, to own a vintage. You know? Um, 
So reissues to me is just a it's the only way someone like me would get into G one. And uh, but from from a beast beast R I D era uh, uh, person, I mean, you grew up. I mean, the Transformers uh, that got you into the uh, the hobby, they were uh, for the most part very poseable uh, and yeah. everything. And so what you're saying is basically the the vintage is is too pricey, and you would you don't mind if they're not poseable, just as long as they're affordable, right? Exactly. Um, well, because yeah, I would to to pay a hundred and to pay anything over I don't know, fifty bucks, um, I'm going to expect, you know, I'm going to expect a masterpiece figure or you know at least a leader figure from that era, you know, mm-hmm. something that's quite immaculate and well detailed and uh, you know maybe superposable, but that's not a necessity. Um, like what? I mean, I know you picked up uh, uh, G1 Predaking uh, during that Amazon sale. I mean, what's your thoughts on on the Predacons? I mean, they are they're beasts. I, well, <laughs> aside from uh, freaking headstrong, <laughs> um, I like them. I would have never paid G1 prices for them. Uh, you know, vintage prices for them. I mean. If I would have paid a vintage price point for them, I would have been disappointed with them. Um, just because, you know, they're different area. They got su- they got stubby arms, and, you know, that's uh, that doesn't exactly appeal to me. But because I got them at 80 bucks, and, you know, that was a deal, a deal and a half, it's like... I definitely find a lot more enjoyment out of them. I mean, I got the original Predakings, or I got the original Predacons. They're combined as Predaking. They look really cool. They're huge. I mean, I was amazed <laughs> at how big they said. were. Yeah, which is what she said. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just I, I think because it's a reissue uh, and because it's because it wasn't, I wouldn't have had to pay, you know, huge price for them. I definitely enjoy them more because I always wanted the Predacons because they turn into beasts. And they're Predacons. Because they're the Predacons, (laughs) you know. Um, And I definitely find a lot more enjoyment out of them. I just wish my headstrong... Now, if if you had grew up in our era, uh, growing up with G1s, uh, I mean, do you think they would have captured your interest the same as the Beast Wars eras and R.I.D.'s? Well, most definitely, and that's because, you know, it's it's the it's the robot changing. It's something changing into a robot is the you know the appeal factor for me. The original thing that caught my eye was, um, you know, there was this dinosaur that turned into a robot, which was at that time it was pterosaur. I mean, that's the first transformer I got. I was big into dinosaurs. It was turning into a robot. That was a big deal for me. So, you know, that would have... Uh, the Predacons, the Dinobots, probably would have been something that really would have captured my attention, you know, you know, if I was born 10 years earlier, you know, than I was. Um, but even on the fact, like, like you said, there has been... There were six Beast Wars reissues. <coughs> and so my feelings on that are, you know... Am I rushing out to get a, a quote? I guess because now it's 
quote-unquote vintage, a vintage Rhinox, a vintage Dinobot, you know, a vintage Transmetals Rat Trap, even though I don't really need to get one because I own all three. <laughs> um, am I rushing out to get those as, quote, vintages? Um, no, because I have the reissue, and while that, <coughs> while that doesn't, that's not going to affect me buying the vintage later, but it's sort of a, this works for me for now. I'll I'll get the vintage when there's nothing else to get. You know. Whenever um, you want to get uh yeah, get more I can hardcore get something, with your collection or something. I can get something I can get something else. You know, I can buy another Beast Wars figure I never had a chance to own because I have the vintage now or I, I have the reissue now and so I know that I have you know, I know what I, I know what I'm missing. Um, and, and for a lot of those, it's like in Waspinator's case, I'm missing a you know figure that's mostly gray. <laughs> you know, it's not it doesn't look like the like the show. So um, reissues to me, I would like to see more of them because there's some there's G1 figures I would buy if they were reissued. If they reissued the Dinobots. I would buy those in a heartbeat. Um, because, I know the gosh dang Dinobots. They turn into dinosaurs. <coughs> um, so, it's definitely, it's definitely, I, I think the, the the reissue market and the vintage market are two different things. Um, because someone like me, you know, someone who grew up with Armada or Energon, they don't care about your vintage and how much it costs. They're never going to pay it. They're never going to experience it. And then you're always going to have to have an argue with us about, you know, how cool they were. And we'll say, well, they look, you know, they're bricks and they have no posability and they can't be cool. And we're never going to own them because they're too expensive. So, you know, it's a good thing. It 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 gets it spreads the culture out into the into the other younger generations. I mean, even my generation is now one of the aging generations of, you know, Transformers and that, that feels weird, you know. Now you know there's how Trans we feel. <laughs> there's, Transformers fans, there's Transformers fans who have no idea about Beast Wars, you know. Yeah. And that still feels kind of weird to me, but, but that, I mean, I guess that was almost 20 years ago now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Actually, so, I went back into collecting was Beast Wars. First Transformer boss an adult was a uh, spit tour. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to get spitter so bad. <laughs> I just saw him and I was like, "What the hell is that? Oh my god, it's awful the, looking." Uh, the Beast Machine. So I bought um, it. <laughs> uh, the Beast Machine. It was uh, the Saberback. Um, uh, uh, I can't remember. He had, he had like an Indian Chief uh, uh, thing. Is from Beast Machines. The one of the Dinobots. Uh, the, the oh yeah. Stagosaurus. Striker, yes, he he was yeah. my first uh, Transformer purchase as an adult. Nice. GPS. Yes, I'm glad I have I, that. I, I'm glad I no longer have that one though. <laughs> <laughs> I started to I, I started to try to carefully transform it, and then one of the pegs snapped off, and I was like, no. <laughs> so I put it back in robot mode and stuck them on a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Don, do you have anything uh, before we close? No, I can't think of anything right now. Right. It's uh, 
I do want to um, um, reiterate that we are still running the KFC Iron Paul Justice Iron Paul uh, giveaway um, for our 100th YouTube subscriber. We're uh, getting there slowly, uh, but all you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, join our Facebook group, which is an open Facebook group, and share us on social media or a message board in your signature. Uh, if, once you've done one of those three things and we reach our 100th YouTube subscriber, we go back and choose one subscriber. And if you've done those three things, then you will win that KFC Iron Paw that I just held up. It's a really awesome figure, approximately a $30 value if you include um, shipping, and it's yours for free. Uh, this offer is only open for uh, uh, listeners in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Um, Let's rephrase that. You will be. You will have a chance to win. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I think I just explained that pretty well. But uh, also check out the TFYLP Minute. It's also on our YouTube channel. Uh, I've got about three episodes of it up so far. They're only about a minute apiece, um, and uh, they will... Uh, uh, start coming uh, a little more frequently. Basically, they will convey something new. They will point out something that is interesting or also uh, might talk about some uh, late-breaking news um, or, or just our general thoughts on something. It's not necessarily a review um, or anything. Um, you know, there's more uh, robust reviews out there, uh, like on Plasticon Reviews, uh, plug for him. Um, so... Uh, uh, check uh, check out the TFYLP minute, and above all, above everything, please subscribe to TFYLP. Uh, I want to thank uh, Headmaster Don for joining us tonight. Um, you know, we was a little bit short-handed, and uh, I wanted to round out the crew a little bit more. And and uh, I really want to thank you and and shout out to Radio Free Cybertron and the TF Radio Network. Uh, I was glad to help out. Uh, listen, listen to uh, RFC. Uh, it's a really great show. What is it? Wednesdays, you guys mostly uh, uh, do. Well, Wednesdays uh, we start we start around eight thirty ish. Depends on how Skype is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you but if you go to t, uh, tfradio.com forward slash live, you can also be a member of the uh, live chat group that we have going on too. Yeah, I, uh, I listen in uh, quite frequently while I'm uh, doing some of my photo shoots. As you can see, I've got my light box back here, and I'll I'll pull up Radio Free Cybertron if uh, if it happens to be on. Or I'll uh, like like today I was doing a photo shoot of uh, Hercules, and I had I believe it was this past week's episode up. I was listening to it while I was while I was shooting photos. It's a great listen. Uh, really great group of guys. Um, uh, I am Unicron. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it so far and Thank continue you. to enjoy it. Uh, glad to have you part of it. It was really enjoyable, man. I have y'all great bunch of guys. I listened to y'all for for a while now, and I really feel uh, honored to be part of the show with y'all. You know, that's great. I mean, uh, you know, we're we're trying to grow and uh, and and expand and and make make our product better. Um, you know, right now. As, as I'm out of work, I really can't pump a lot of money into it. But you know, as we as we are able, as I'm able to get uh, get more money and everything, we're going to make things better uh, as far as quality with the show and uh, and have other ways uh, to get the show out there. Um, 
also uh you know we've we've got uh, a great cast and crew it's just uh you know part of our problem and uh, and, and part of the reason that that we've added new members like I am Unicron and Megamus is that you know a lot of people have real life jobs and it's hard to get everybody on at at, at appropriate times um you know so uh, hopefully our scheduling won't change uh at all or too much once I get uh, get a new job but uh um you know we'll we'll have to wait and see on that uh Cyburn uh thanks for joining us this week and uh anybody else got anything else to say before we close Nope, everyone just Bueller. take care. Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us this week on Transformers for Your Listening Pleasure, episode number 77. Uh, tune in again next Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Uh, where we will have another episode. And again on Friday nights at 8. And please subscribe. We'll see you next time on TFYLP. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. <laughs>